Welcome back to the Big 3, the only 3, the Deep 3 NBA show. I am your host, Miguel Fernandez, and I'm here alongside my co-host, Nicholas Lujan. Welcome back, guys. NBA show, you know, it's fucking playoff time. It's playoff mode for all these players. Oh, my. It's probably the best time. We've been all waiting all fucking year for it. Are you ready, bro? What? Yeah, I'm still I'm still high I'm, off the playing tournament. I'm not excited. This is my favorite part of the season. Who like who's not who's not? Like, come on. This, my favorite part. This be favorite part of the season is opening week. It's like no. Nah. Oh, uh, I said you don't even watch nah. the games. <laughs> I'm still high off of the off of the playing tournament. We're gonna we're gonna give their teams. Don't call it play. It's a playoff tournament. Playing tournament. It's a playoffs tournament. It's a playing. That shit is not a playoff game. But that it's like the same shit. It's the same intensity. We got Scott playing forty right, minutes. So it's a play in. Okay, but you play to get game. into the playoffs. They was talking about this in the commentary too. Like this is a great conversation. Like honestly, it's a playoff game. It's a playoff it's atmosphere, good. yes, but it's not considered yeah, but a playoff I, no, game. No, it's a playoff game. Like come on, it's, it's the same shit. You make it. You go to the playoff, right? But what's it called? What's it called? It's called playing. The play that's what I'm saying. It's dumb. Okay, that's it should be playoffs. okay. Anyways, anyways, we're we're gonna give those those teams that made it their flowers. But today we're previewing rounds three through three through seven. Yeah, three through seven. No, two through seven on both sides of the bracket. We're just gonna jump around. We're not gonna really go in order. We're gonna go most interesting to the least to the most boring. I'm gonna let you go first. Which Wait. series are you most excited about? Most excited. Uh, honestly, uh, my favorite one right now will probably be the one with Boston and um, like, Boston and Brooklyn. Brooklyn. It gotta be uh, just because uh, we, we can start over there. Yeah, you want me to start off then? Yeah, go ahead. What you got to say start. about this series? What you looking forward so to? This series gonna be fucking good. I this, I think probably the first round out of all the first round, I think probably gonna be the best one. Um, reason why we were ranking them, I had a third. Damn, for real? Yeah, I had two series I, I, that I'm more I'm look I'm more looking forward to. Well, I wonder. But, but this this probably like the my favorite that one. That is gonna be one. a good one. So um I think it's gonna be uh, the offensively, just like it's gonna be I wanna see what happens with uh not 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 offensively, defensively with how uh Brooklyn cover react to Boston after um, all year, what they've been doing to them. I think especially just how can you stop uh, Jason Tatum, which is going to be the main uh, important thing for him to do, for Brooklyn to do. So, I mean, uh, they've been playing good. Their defense is uh, probably one of the best uh, towards the end of the stretch. They probably had one of the hottest uh, probably stretch coming into the uh, playoffs. Them Mavs are up there. Um, I mean, it's probably the best. Like they've been in a good, uh, playing good basketball. They're moving good. Uh, Jalen Brown starting. You know what I'm saying? Play for the team. Uh, JT. They're just looking good. And I think uh, Celtics is gonna come out with this. A lot of people have Brooklyn. I don't know. Brooklyn's been playing good ball. Honestly, if you were talking about that first game they went, did their thing. Um, Kyrie went off. I think they're gonna have to like. Obviously, these these guys are gonna score the ball. Just because uh, our offense don't got that much power, it's gonna have to be these two guys that go off, right? So I think the, the thing, the key about Boston is gonna have to uh, be, don't let them get hot, don't let them go on on a stretch, uh, don't let too many runs, because it's a game of it's a game of runs. 
So I think Boston could do that. They're defensively, they're, they're physical team. It's gonna, it's, they're letting these guys play. Even, even that's how I call it playoff because these refs are letting them fucking play. Those playing games, yo, they're out there just physical. And and especially with this new rule, especially with this new rule, man, it's like physical now. So like they're like out there just playing grown man basketball. So like I like I like what they're doing. Obviously, they're gonna call the the obvious fouls, the stupid fouls, which is like. Late contests and stuff like that, but you're going under there and um, posting up someone and and, and they don't call they don't hear the slap. I don't think they're gonna call it. And I mean, you know what I'm saying? So it's gonna be tough. I think it's gonna this could help Boston too just come into playoffs. So it's gonna be a great it's gonna be a great ass uh, series. So that's why I go with them being the number one. I I, I get what you, I could get why you put the number one. Obviously, you got. KD and Kyrie versus Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown on the other side. It's going to be a fun series. I'm not going to argue with that one. I do think it's going to be an intense series. I think you're you're looking at two com- and complete opposite teams as well. You have a team in Brooklyn that hangs their hat on their offensive side of the ball. More It's a more ISO-heavy style. They play, They also, both of the teams are very switch-heavy on defense. That's, their, that's what they're going to want to run when the game closes. Throughout the entire series, you're going to see a lot of switching. From both sides, I think then the key though is really for both teams. The key for the Celtics is you have to attack the guards that the Nets play, with a Seth Curry, with a Goran Dragic, Kyrie, those guys. You have to go at them, get those switches because they're going to get switched on to KD. I mean, they're going to get switched on to Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown a lot throughout the series. So that's sure. you definitely need to attack those switches. And I think for the Nets is you have to get to attack Horford and Tice, especially in space. Because they're going to end up getting switched onto those guards, I think, as well for KD and Kyrie. You have to attack Horford. You have to attack Daniel Tice. And, yeah, that's what really – I think both of those teams, that's how they're going to go on the offense side of the ball is attacking the weak links. And one is the bigs, one is the guards. We'll see how that goes for both sides. I'm giving the edge to the Celtics in this one. I'm actually picking the Celtics in five games. I think home court advantage is going to be strong. And I think that when they get to Brooklyn, I think they're going to have – it's gonna. They have a lot of Celtics fans in there too in Brooklyn. I for sure. Yeah, I believe they're that. they're two big organizations. I think, like even Boston. I went to. I traveled to Boston from where we're from, Jersey. New York is not that far from us. Probably like five hours. The same thing for them. But six I, hours, if anything. I doubt you're gonna hear any but of these fans this guy there. It's gonna be. I'm saying Boston is a different. It's a different vibe. It's like crazy. They probably have. Top two, uh, debatably the best home court in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, it's tough because sure. a lot of right. these teams, like like Philly, Toronto, Brook. I mean Philly, Toronto, Milwaukee, Boston. Like these, their home courts are just crazy. You've seen it, especially with an area like that. Like they go crazy. But I'm giving, I'm, I'm giving the edge to the Celtics. I think they have the better coach. It's really all going to come down to can the can the Celtics keep keep the lead. Like not keep it close heading down into the fourth quarter because I do I do not trust their crunch time offense has been it's been suspect throughout the throughout the entire year, so I would definitely give the Nets the edge on that side of the ball, coming down to coming down to close the game. Yeah. I trust KD to close it out over Jason Tatum, who, who they're both going to take tough shots, but I just trust I trust KD to make those shots more times than Jason Tatum is. Yeah, for sure. Those are guys that have been in these situations, not even like even tougher situations. They're finals. I'm saying conference finals, like 
these guys have won a championship. They, you know what I'm saying? They have the vet, the experience. These guys are, you know what I'm saying? They're, they they still haven't went through that that championship mentality. Obviously, crunch time is gonna matter. But I, I still believe in Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I be, I think you know what I'm saying. I'm I'm not worried about that. I think JT's probably he's been on the fire on the tear. Just offensively and even in clutch moments the last couple of games too like you know, he's just been so clutch for them. Jalen Brown as another guy I could trust and probably but if I'm gonna close out the game I'm going with JT and he's been so he's just been so good against uh Brooklyn this season in general. Just dropping forty bombs. He averages he dropped a forty bomb on them. Then he averages thirty points against them on all four games. It was his great games against no three and one it yeah, was three like, one. I, I I can't really like hold four and a half assists like me. like eight nine rebounds like just going like not even was it ten if I'm not mistaken when you looked at it. Oh, he averages he averages like he has great games against the Nets for a fact. Like he just so, even going back to last yeah, think, season. And I think he just and, and I think he he feels comfortable playing in New York too. I mean, I mean, who doesn't feel comfortable going to New York and play like MSG? All these guys. Why do you always see these guys always go crazy in those type of arenas? Because uh, New York is uh, has a bring you know has a bring has a big media it has it matters for a lot of people too basketball the same as like street basketball it's like basketball's known a lot for uh, Brooklyn uh, New York I mean in general so I don't know I feel like he's he's I feel like he's gonna get comfortable but I want to bring up uh, Bruce Brown and Claxton Bruce Brown had a big game I like that lineup with their closing out with um, KD Kyrie Seth. Bruce Brown and Claxton, because Claxton, he's good on his feet. He's not, he, you know what I'm saying, compared to the other centers, he's not, I'm not going to say he's the best, but it's, he's good enough. He's a great shot blocker. Um, he's one of the best switching bigs in the NBA. Yeah. If you're talking yeah. about versatility. versatility he's up there. He's up there. He's really, yeah. I mean, I will have him at least top 10. Yeah, honestly. yeah. Sure. I, I would say I'll top 10. like Bam and um, Robert Williams, and I will probably, like, that's really – DeAndre, he's probably like DeAndre Aiden's up there. Like he's one of those guys. Like he's up there with both of them. Yeah, like he's a great, great at guarding. Yeah, especially and and no, yeah, he's good. He's good. Yeah, he's he's great at that spot. I'm a big Clarkson fan. I think you're gonna see a lot of him guarding Jason Tatum as well. Yeah, but but um, they brought a good point in the commentary. Like they said that they're playing. They run a lot of. It's like the words. They they. They, they don't want to play the blitz just because KD and Kyrie so expensive. And KD in general just play that type of offense before. So, And then you see Bruce Brown with the alley-oop to uh, Claxton, which in the, in the fourth quarter when the Cleveland was making a run, cut it to six, he threw like three, two, two back-to-back alley-oops on the same play, just them blitzing. Obviously, they were playing dumb, unexperienced basketball in a clutch. Yeah. Saying, but, I mean, I, that connection was good. Uh, Bruce Brown's a great passer. He's been good. Closing out the season two, you were shooting at a great. Well, I think around forty percent to close out the season the last 10, 10, 10 games. So um, I mean he's great and he's played small ball, so it helps him a lot. It's a, the, he's probably the best defender, and it's crazy that he didn't get to play until like the half, uh, second half of the season. Like Steve Nash was, uh, I don't know what he was. Uh, it's happened last year too. I don't know why. Yeah, he he he, 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 he got paid this season too. He ended up getting paid, and he wasn't even getting minutes. And then I mean, he's now he's so important for them. So yeah, for a fact. But who are you picking to win the series, and in how many games? I'm going Boston in six. Boston in six. Yeah, I'm going Boston in five. Right now, mm-hmm. it's really like even money. Boston is minus one thirty, so it's really 
it's too close to even even for the the Vegas odds makers. But yeah, I'm going. That's that's my final prediction on this. When I really sat down, I thought about it. It's just it's all going to rely on can KD and Kyrie steal enough games out of this? For sure, because their their supporting cast is really up and down and inconsistent. So you just don't know how many who which one of them are going to have a good night. But sure, moving on, next series I do want to talk about. This can be a quick one: Grizzlies and Timberwolves. I think on the court is going to be fun, fast paced, shit talking. I'm really excited to see this is going to be Phillip Brooks and Patrick Beverly going at each other's necks in this one. For, for sure, back. for but sure. I'm I'm leaning towards Grizzlies. Well, I think everybody else is too. I think their biggest their biggest advantage over the Timberwolves is rebounding the ball. They are the best at that. And the Timberwolves are not. They're not a strong rebounding team. The Cat isn't a, for his size, he's not a great rebounder. He yeah, can't get not. attacked a little bit, especially on the on the offensive glass. They give up a lot of those. And the Grizzlies he could give you 10 rebounds a night, but he's he just not give, the, yeah. the best. Yeah, exactly. I think it's a it's a hole that the Grizzlies could, could take advantage of. Yeah, for sure. But they do run. Like, they don't run a big. They don't run a big lineup. Nas Reed is a solid rebounder, but he's not. Yeah, he's not really. He's not somebody that they're gonna with the other guys crashing. They're going against the best uh, rebounding teams uh, in the NBA this whole season. Yeah, I expect to see a lot of of John Moran getting downhill, attacking the rim, trying to trying to get Cat into foul trouble. So we see this. This is a trend a lot over his career. He just gets into foul trouble so quick in the games. We've seen it in the. In the Clippers playing game, that he just had a like an awful game, fouls out, and the team ends up winning it without him, which is a good good sign for them without their best player pulling that win out. But that, the Grizzlies are just gonna be a little tougher to do that against because they have so many guys, they have so many bodies they could throw out their guys, scorers, so many guys that could put the ball on the floor. Oh, yeah. and then Forster and, and Steven Adams, who's gonna be sent harsh greens, who's gonna be going after the rebounds, who's gonna be boxing people out. I, I I like the Grizzlies in this one. Yeah, you're gonna see a lot of John Moran attacking Cat. I think that's you're gonna see a lot of that. But I think an advantage though for the the Timberwolves is I don't know if they have anybody that can guard Anthony Edwards on on um, Memphis. Yeah, I don't know if they have anybody that could guard because, him. Because look, um, we could all say Stephen Adams, but I mean Stephen Adams on um. But I, I think Jaron Jackson is going to be the guy that's going to be on him way more than Stephen Adams. Uh, be just because how good a cat is at, at play. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, just scoring. He's so good at scoring and controlling the ball. He's, you know, saying he, he has a tight handle, and um, he could shoot the ball. He's probably one of the best at shooting centers. He's leading. He's he's on the way to being the uh the best three point uh center uh in in the in the in the NBA in general history. So, Cat just been. You know what I'm saying, what are you, what they're gonna do with Anthony Edwards? What they're gonna who they're gonna throw? It's gonna be tough. Cause um, Ja, Ja, Desmond Bain's gonna have to be on 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 the playing the two. So um, it's gonna be tough. I think that's the guy that's gonna match up with him. It's gonna be um, it's gonna be uh Desmond Bain matching up with Anthony Edwards. I think that's gonna see that majority. That's gonna of the be time. the only guy. That's gonna be the only yeah. guy you could really throw. And I think you're going to see a, a good amount of Zaire Williams minutes guarding him as well. I think he played good defense this year, but still, you don't really have a guy that you could look at is going to stop, is going to be able to stop Anthony Edwards. But he's another one that he's just so streaky with his shooting as well. 
So we'll see what he could do. Because if he gets to the rim, I think that's where it's going to be tough for him down there. Because this is one of the few teams that made that run two bigs with Steven Adams and Jaron Jackson Jr. And I think, you, like you said, Jaron Jackson is going to match up with Cat a lot. And I but think I he's think... going gonna to get everything he can handle. I still expect Cat to take take advantage of that, though. Yeah, for sure. I think Cat. I think Cat's going to be the main guy. You got to stop here. But you, um, I think. People are just um they don't got the right scouting report for Anthony Edwards. He's really a shooter, like no cap. He's really a shooter. I, I think, think he, consider, I think I he became. Like I think shooter. he just became the fastest um to reach. I don't know how many threes it was. Yeah, he he, he makes he has a he shoots at a high this volume. Season, I don't know if it was the season to make it to three hundred or I don't know how many threes it was, but um you know what I'm saying he had a great game. He had a great shooting night. He's he he's great at, at even attacking. He's, he could score. He's he could actually score, and his confidence is, you know, saying so getting that feeling of that, you know, that playoff, and we've seen it. And he just took his team to the playoff. I know they're getting a little disrespect because they over, I think, reacted. That's what they're saying. I don't. But, I mean, I don't it's not. You took a team to the uh, your first. Uh, I mean, him coming out of being his second year, D'Lo first time. Uh, I'm saying gets actually healthy, plays the whole season. Cat too, they they go over, uh, positive thirteen games over five hundred. So I'm saying like, there was the best feeling. Pat too, you know what I'm saying he brought that energy. It was just a great feeling for them, and they haven't been in the playoffs in I don't even know how long since Jimmy. I mean, before that it was twenty seven. Seventeen. It was twenty. It was twenty seven years before Jimmy no, did it. No, no, it wasn't. It was like twenty. It was twenty plus. They made. They made the conference finals in I think two thousand and four, so it wasn't that year. It was since the Garnett trade, and Garnett got traded in the two thousand seven two thousand eight season. So it was around that time. It was over ten years. The Kings are the one that haven't made it in twenty years. Mm, that's not twenty years. So the Timberwolves did have a drought though, and they haven't won. I think they haven't won a playoff series or a playoff win since that time. So I think they did get swept with Jimmy Butler against the Rockets. 20, yeah, that's too. 2017 or 2018, around that year. But for a final prediction, I'm going Grizzlies in five games in this one. I do think it's going to be intense, but I, get, I got the Grizzlies winning in five. I just think they have holes that they can take advantage of on that other side of the ball. I, th- I expect Jaw to have a really big series. I don't think that they don't they don't have the rim protection to stop him. A guy like Cat, a guy like Nas Reed, I don't think that puts fear in John Moran's heart. And I'm and we're gonna see a playoff Dylan Brooks come back for a second year in a row. Yeah, I mean he hasn't. He had, but the thing is that he got to play last season, and the difference this season is going to the playoffs. He didn't get to play. But is the intensity, he bro. Come on, he's a dog. He's a. I think, dog. I think you have to bring him off the bench. He is. Or, I want. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or, or you, you, you. I guess you start him, but you just. I, I guess I don't know, but you just gotta play him less minutes. But it's gotta be something because I don't think you play him forty minutes. Do you like? Come on, you have other guys that have been playing all season, like Desmond, Desmond Bain. Steven I think Desmond Bain with starts with Dylan Brooks. You know, so they start to... together, but they are gonna okay. start together. It's gonna be tough. Uh, you look at their lineup. I'm guessing they're gonna start the game with Ja, Dylan Brooks, Desmond Bain. Jared Jackson Jr. Jared Jackson and Steven Adams. Adams. I think they're going to close the game with Zaire Williams in. Yeah, I think Steven so too. I, I really do I think too. Steven Adams gets to the bench. Yeah. JJJ moves to the four. And then 
No, to the five. JJ moves to the five. Yeah, yeah JJ, JJ Jr. moves to the four, to the five. And you could have Desmond Baines, Dylan Brooks, either one of them. They're really all the same position, especially playing against the Timberwolves who are running a Jared Vanderbilt at the four. So it's not really – he's not going to be able to punish you with a mismatch if you could put, if you sneak a Dylan Brooks on him. I'm guessing that they will probably put John Morant guarding uh, Jared Vanderbilt just so they could – like just so he doesn't waste too much energy guarding a, a D'Angelo Russell, guarding an Anthony Edwards. I think that's the matchup we see on for the Grizzlies. We see Jared Jackson Jr. defending, defending um, Cat. Uh, sorry, Desmond Bain defending Anthony Edwards, and we see a Dylan Brooks on on D'Lo. That's how I think they're gonna try and guard it that way. Yeah, for sure. And I want to say shout out to my boy Jared Vanderbilt. He had a great game in the play, and he was very important for them. Great defensively, you know, what I'm saying he just rebounding. Um, I think he's gonna get his name blown up out of this playoff. I think he's gonna have. I think he's gonna lose this. Um, this obviously I have the Grizzlies winning, but I have them winning in six, and I think they're gonna make it tough for them. Um, it's gonna be tough. It's just not gonna be easy. I think just because Timberwolves are so good, but yo, I wouldn't be surprised if they win just because they're a great. They're they're actually a great. They're actually a great matchup for them. The Timberwolves are probably and say if they wanted to uh, get through the first round. Grizzlies probably, I'm not gonna say they're easy, the easiest, but they're they're a great matchup for them. They beat them. They have the least experience out of all of them. Yeah, they they beat them during the, the season. Pat Bev, you know what I'm saying? He's, I think he's a game changer. He had a great game against the Clippers. I don't know, it was, it was he had just energy, just he was great. He was in there. He wanted the ball. He was creating for his players. Just hitting shots when he had to. Was missing some shots. You know what I'm saying? But he 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 had a great game. Even him being in foul trouble, going out there risking it with three with three fouls, ends up closing out the court the half to, uh, half time. He had three, he had three at, in the second. Who's so, I want to ask you a question? Prop bet on this on this series alone. Who finishes with more fouls at the end of the series, Jaron Jackson Jr. or Carl Anthony Towns? Cat. Because they these are two guys that get into foul trouble a lot. Yeah, like I think it's Cat. You think Cat finishes gonna be Cat just because um, just because uh, he's just I don't want to disrespect him, but you see the physicality sometimes is tough for him. I think he, sometimes you know what I'm saying he 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 had a he I don't want to call him he he does complain a lot like you know what I'm saying he, he's my guy you know I support him from Jersey we always talk about on the pod. But he does complain a lot, even in the playing. He was complaining a lot. I think that's not gonna help him in the in the um, in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? You gotta stay shut. It's just, you know what I'm saying refs are gonna, you know, what I'm saying they're gonna call bullshit sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Say, but don't get a tech for it. You yeah, know what I'm saying refs. Call he had to like refs. You know they start going at you. You know what I'm saying? If you start being annoying, they will go against you, bro. They will. Yeah, we see it. It does not we matter what sport it is. It does not matter what sport it is. This is just refs in general. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're just usually complaining a lot. They're going to call it against you. So, I think it's going to be him. But uh, if the Timberwolves are going to win, though, they need Cat to go crazy. That playing tournament, Cat didn't have a great game. He was shooting. Obviously, he was in foul trouble. Like, Shit. the ref was great calling. Game. He, he was calling bullshit, though. The ref was terrible. It was a terrible. But Cat also wasn't helping his case. One, bro, one of them, I know he wasn't helping the case and like complaining. But there was not even just about the complaining. complaining. Yes, like there's going to be some phantom calls. Like there's going to be bad calls throughout the game. Like I felt like 
even like like even back on the Timberwolves side, I feel like Anthony Edwards got fouled a lot and wasn't getting the calls, especially in that second quarter when he went on the run. I think he was getting to the basket a lot and weren't getting any calls. But that's gonna happen. But doesn't with him getting like fouls on a you have five fouls and you're get you're going for the rebound, you get a foul off of that. Like you just can't you can't make mistakes like that. You have to know, you have to understand the game. No, yeah, for sure. You're right in the game, how many fouls you have. But I agree. It is what it is. It's a playing game. They won the game. Well, he has to just make these adjustments. It's going to be really his first test because he didn't really play too well the last time he made the playoffs, the one year with Jimmy Butler. But we'll see what, we'll see what happens now. I think X Factor for the Timberwolves is Anthony Edwards, though. I think he's going to go off. I think he's going to have a great series. But let's move on to the next one. Uh, oh, you're picking. You're picking. I'm sorry. I picked the last series. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So next one, I'm going with my team. And I'm not even That's the one I wanted to talk about. That's not it's not, I'm not just saying it because it's my team. Um it's just gonna be the rivalry. The uh, last game is from last time we played. Mm, is it a rivalry now? Is it a rivalry? I, I would think it's a rivalry because it's all the same guys. And they they and, and and if I'm telling you, we end up winning that game, we go up and I think we have a we really do we have a making a chance. We was gonna go to the finals. Right? No, no. We would have played one more round. I, I think we would have beat, beat the Bucks. I think we would have beat the Bucks. What's going in there? We in that season we beat the Bucks. Uh, plenty. I think I think uh, we beat them in the season series. If not, we tied. But uh, I mean, Ben Simmons was playing great that se- season. Wasn't that them. the year that that didn't Giannis like do something on the logo, like the Sixers logo, and like kiss the floor or something? Did he do something on the logo that year? I don't remember. He did some shit. I heard Joel and B talk about it, but yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a good series. Yeah, but um, oh yeah, yeah, for sure, it's gonna be fucking good. And Toronto's they have great fans. We have great fans. At the home court, definitely matters. So um, we have home court. So thank God. So, so I, bro, I took a, like I prepped for this episode. Right, I took notes on every team, every matchup, positives and negatives, how I see it going, which way. And the Sixers Raptors series is the one I took the most notes on. So going off the six, okay, go ahead. What you about no, to no, say? No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'll talk. And the Sixers factor, I think they're going into this series with the best player, potentially the two best players, depending on what James Harden we see. So that's a that's a positive for them. I think they're coming in here with with the better crunch time offense as well. You know, I think the Raptors have been good in crunch time this season. But I trust Joel and B more than anybody on the Raptors side. And I think that um their defensive scheme with Joel and B playing a drop, I think that's the defense you do want to play against the against the the Raptors. You want to force guys like Pascal Siakam, Scotty Barnes, and Precious, these guys that make shots. I think that's gonna that's not gonna go both well in, with Van Vliet having the bonus hands, him running a pick and roll. I don't I really don't think he gets a lot of pick and roll. Yeah, they're gonna run it, but I don't think he gets that many pick and roll touches where it's really gonna kill the Sixers. Them running a drop with Joel and B. If that's the case, they could put him up, up, pull him up to the level of the screen at two. That doesn't really matter. But I also think it's a, it's a like the tail of the tape is two teams that are completely opposite, just like the Nets and the Sixers. I mean, the Nets and the Celtics. The Sixers are one of the slowest paced teams in the NBA. They like playing in the half court. They like having Joel and B post up. Him and James Harden pick and roll. They like having that. During the clock down, which the is Raptors, gonna fucking favor us. What? Hold on. Which the Raptors, they get out in transition. They get a lot of fast break buckets, which I think is gonna favor them. I think they both have the. They it favors. It's, it's not like a season, season though. This is not the uh, regular season game. 
I, where, where, but it's the way they get their. It's they're not like the Hornets where they're getting the, the other team makes a shot and they're running down the court. It's not like that. It's they have they have all guys with lengthy arms and they have they force a lot of live ball turnovers, which the to the Sixers credit they don't force they don't create it. I mean they don't like have a lot of turnovers. They're not a high turnover offense. Yeah, but, but Raptors, we are a bad fat, fast break team for sure. That's yeah. That's what I wanted to point that out. I wrote this stat down. Raptors are the second best transition team in the NBA. Points per possession, how often they do it, this and that. They're the second best team at that. Oh, yeah. The, the 76ers, guy... yeah, with the athletes that they have, like you, I'm pretty sure you're about to say the same thing. Yeah, if I, like, come on, like, Scotty Barnes coming, running off the ball. Uh, Pascal, freaking, all these guys could, could just go all, I mean, the 76ers rank 27th in transition Transition defense in the NBA. Yeah, I know that. So that's yeah, know that's going to be tough for them because it it's really all for the Raptors. I think their best their best case scenario for them to win this series is they're forcing a lot of turnovers. They're fronting Joel Embiid in the post. They're forcing guys like Maxi, um, Harden, Tobias to beat these guys off the dribble and really score an ISO win and ISO baskets. So I think this is what they're going to do. This the Raptors are going to run a switching defense. They're going to be Two Joel B touches the ball as you can see two three guys collapse on him at all times, which we've seen this year in year out. They play Joel B the same way every single season. They're fronting him in the post. They're they're throwing doubles triple teams at him. They're trapping him. They're forcing their shooters to make to make baskets. I think a guy like Maxi is going to have a big series because he's going to be able to collapse the defense off of the catch. I think Joel B is going to find him a lot. It's, he's going to be the one that's going to be able to attack a. To, cla- to attack a collapsed defense and get to the rim and score easy baskets. Oh, for, yeah, nah, for sure, I agree. So, like, look, good facts. I know, I know, use that transition thing is 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 going to be a problem. But it's I wasn't trying to be biased at all. I was throwing. Points I know, I know, I know, no, okay, I know. I just, I'm, I didn't want you to like, I was trying to throw. No, no, for yeah, sure, yeah. I agree. Like, those are good. Like, I agree. There are. Yeah, I was throwing sides up. There's, there's, they both teams have positives and negatives in this series. Yeah. I agree. Like um, those, but I think like now in the playoff, I think we have two guys that are experienced. This Joel's and beat out the fourth season, fourth fourth playoff in a row, fifth. But the Raptors have experience too. Respect, I respect that. But we have another guy, James Harden, that I've got added to the team, which has a different role coming into his this playoff. Obviously, he played it last year, but he really didn't get to play. You know what I'm saying? Because he was injured or hamstring. Even though he was on the court able to play, he should have been still. Yeah, I'm gonna still say that. You know, saying even though he he's in Philly now, he should still play good. But I I believe um just he, I think we're gonna play at, at our pace and that's gonna favor us. Um, I think we have the most experience if you really think about it, Danny Green being on the court. Um, I seen Korkmaz been in the run. I'm not gonna say he's a big experienced guys, but you see he, he played European style. You're seeing, I, you're seeing, I, I would believe in him being. He's always a playoff type of guy. She Milton's another guy's been. If he's getting minutes, bro, you're fucked. If huh? Cork Moss is out there getting minutes in the playoffs, bro, you're fucked. I'm telling you, he's gonna come he's out there. He's been terrible like, this year. No, he has been terrible this he's season. He's been terrible this year. He's not there, gonna play. He could be out there. He and, play. He could be out there and give us a good minutes off when we need uh, some buckets, if anything, for threes or if we're on a run. And you know what I'm saying? We're going on a run. We're hot. You know I'm saying we don't miss. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's gonna start shooting good. But Tyrese Maxi, I think I think our half court's gonna be a favorite. And I'm not and I'm not trying to be biased, but we had uh MB who's been, you know what I'm saying, our last three all the playoffs 
especially last season, he was averaging 32 points and a half, and we lost. You know what I'm saying? Now he has an actual two-point guard that could help him score. You know what I'm saying? We've seen all the holes. Our holes was last year was our freaking half-court offense. We couldn't get nothing going. Then when we start, our confidence will go down just because we can't score. We'll go on, on long droughts. And it's a, it's a different game. It's a different game ball now. So it's, a, it's a whole different type of game now. The whole system has changed. I think we could like now like at the half court is gonna favor us way more just because Joe and B so so good. If if they're all on Embiid and they start doubling like James Harden, if you know what I'm saying, he could actually get the ball going and and get the offense flowing. I think I think we'll be fine. He's been ever since he's been in um in Philly all his games. I think he's averaging what ten and a half assists. You're saying the offense been flowing. I mean, I think that's gonna be the key. The key. I think defense. I think. We, we always lock up. We always lock in. I mean, I think I'm not going to be worried about it. Honestly, oh, my I God. Your I'm jump saying, defense is trash, bro. I'm no cap. How do you – like, I'm sitting here thinking, like, yes, like, they – you guys have a great half-court offense, especially with the two-man game. But how are they going to stop this Raptors from scoring? Like, hold on. You're going to have guys – I think like, – I, I think you're going to see – Ahead, you're go really ahead, gonna go you're gonna see you're gonna see James Harden, which I've been saying all season. You're gonna watch this series, him being the leader on defense, just talking. And I think he's so like they don't play. He is, good you even said it before. He is an underrated defender. They do guys. Oh, he's not I say he's guy. a good post defender. But th- listen, who? That's what they're guys, gonna try I don't to do think, though. That's what I they're gonna try to do because of the link. The, I, understand, right I understand that, but th- I don't think they're gonna be posting up James Harden. I think they're gonna be posting up guys like Danny Green. Cork Moss, Shake Milton, and Tyrese Maxey. Like this is how I think it's gonna go. I think they're gonna be posting up guys like that. I don't know. Like I just don't trust Philly's defense. I, I think, think Danny, Green, Danny Green has length and he could he could actually play the post. If that's a guy that, that's gonna be the stopper on that team, like come on. Yeah, because um Thibault's not gonna be playing um the away, away game. games. So he's gonna definitely be the guy in the in the starting lineup. When um he's away and we seen already when he played him and he went off over there he had a th- he had a thirty point game obviously it was his ring night but I wouldn't be surprised he's comfortable there he won a chip over there he's just like he's comfortable playing over there I think for sure you know saying he could help us I think he could be a uh, low key I'm not saying he's an X factor because I think obviously I mean guy. he is I would consider him an X factor he's the best, he is, he's he the best three point shooter on the roster X factor candidate. But I say I say Tyrese Maxey is a, the main guy I think because I know Tobias is what he's gonna bring, I, and we've seen it. The, he had a good closing stretch. He's getting comfortable with James Harden. He had the first couple of drops. It's gonna be tough for Tobias him. when he has OJ and Nobi guarding him. It is, but he brings a lot of. He's he he he's a great. He's he, I'm not gonna say he's he could hold his own. He's a great defender. He's not the best, but he's good enough to do the job. And um, his physicality, he's. He is experienced in the playoffs. Come on, he's he has always been playing good. I think last season when he was always played good in the playoffs. Last season he, he was not always. Last season he was averaging twenty one. Last season he was playing. He was last. Don't make it seem like he's just some sure thing to just like you're gonna pencil okay. him, pencil okay. him in for twenty his last plus playoffs, in the playoffs. Last playoff he had a, he was he was playing good. Um, I think yeah, when they lost to the to the sixty. Oh my gosh, a different ball game. We have a guy who actually could play on the court now. Who? Come on, it's J- James Harden who moves the Bro, ball. Bro, James Harden is washed. Okay, like but yo, he's washed. This is what you don't look at, but do you watch the games? Like honestly, do you watch? Yes, the games? I watch him in his. I watch he's that. Got, his, he's not his... the guy from Houston. 
He's not the guy from Houston. He's Astros. not, and that's the problem. Y'all okay. need him to be. We don't always need him to score because our main guy to score is Joan B. You're not going to beat a Raptors team with this much length, He's a with guy. this much defensive versatility, and have one guy that's going to be able to flowing. score. He gets our offense flowing. And that's the reason fine. He, he does that shit against bad teams, half. though. He, did, he, he does this the against why bad he teams. Ten and a half, and he had big. He had. He has always ha- dropped nine to ten. It does not matter what what team it was. His assist, his playmaking is not. It's not a problem. And I think, you know, saying that's what's going to win us games. We got actually play in the half court now and don't have a guy that's a liability. You're a liability is the right word. It, a liability is the right word on offense. Nico, it, tell me if, okay, Ben Simmons is a liability on offense, but what is James Harden? Shooting 12, shooting two for 15, like it's tour dates, like what Jalen Rose said, because it was straight facts. I don't care how many assists you're dropping when you're, when you have, when you're shooting below 40% from the field and have five to seven turnovers every single night. Like, I really I don't care about any, he's not playing no defense. I'm like, keep it a stack. Our bench is going to shut everybody up. George and Yang is going to go out there playing 35. Nico, you know what you sound like right minutes. now? He's out there you know closing out like the right line. You sound like a biased fan. If you just say, no. okay, if you want to be like the star power, we have the best player. I'm a Raptors fan. Yeah, you know I fucking you're not, you're not a Raptors. You're talking like you're a Sixers fan. But, you just said your bench is gonna is gonna, what's going to win you out of the series. When you guys have one of the weakest benches in the Eastern Conference playoffs at the moment. In the playoffs so you, in general. Your bench so points has been Raptors low have, every single night. The Raptors are running with Thaddeus Young and who else off the bench? And, and Chris Thaddeus Boucher, Young no, will be a six man. Bro, Precious Achua. Chris Boucher. Okay, Precious Achua. Nah, I think, I think we have, they only have big they only have big mans. That's fine because they're Precious not going to go out there shooting three. He's not going to go out there three for three from the from the three point. I hit five threes like he did last year. Come on, that's fine. That's fine. We never see those. He gets those once in a while. Obviously, he's been shooting better the second half of the season. But come on, he's not out there hitting step back threes. Come on, he doesn't. I'm not. He doesn't have to do that though. He doesn't have okay, to then, do so that. So we have. If you really, we have a deeper bench. Your bench is weak, bro. No cap. Shake Milton is unreliable. This man didn't touch the it's court just... in the playoffs last year. He got he, he stepped, he was good all season long. He got he to the playoffs last year and shit the he bed. He shit the bed in the playoffs. He did play good. Oh my god, bro. You're so biased, it's crazy. Like, I can understand because the points the like you're making style of points out last year. It's the same thing from last year, and this 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 what you're forgetting. And then we and we we, we went to the we lost to the Hawks because Ben Simmons couldn't play on the court. Nico, do you really think James Harden is going to be that much better than Ben Simmons was in the playoffs yes. last year? Yes. And you no, know he's it. not. Yes, he is. He hasn't done shit in the fourth quarter for you guys. Way more than what you think. You're going to see. You can. You, he does way more than what you really think. So it's not. It's fine. You're going to see it. I know that you really want the, I know, you want I know to believe you, James Harden. I know you have the Raptors. Like I know you have the Raptors. I have the Raptors in six games. I think they have. The coaching, I don't. If you're putting me Doc Rivers versus Nick Nurse in a playoff series, I'm picking Nick Nurse nine times out of ten. Unless you had Kevin Durant and and LeBron James on the other side, like come on, bro, I'm not for sure. He's I gonna, agree. Nick the Nurse is able to scheme out. Obviously, able to scheme out James Harden coach. and Joel Embiid. Look. And the the hold on, one more thing. 
and what you're, I think what you're underestimating is the pick and roll defense that the Raptors play. The length and the size where they could switch on both sides. And we've seen it in the matchup that you guys just played against them. They were putting pressures to Chu again, switched on to James Harden, and Harden cannot beat him off the dribble. And you're going to see that with every single guy that they switch on to him. I just don't see how Joel B is going to win this series by himself. I just think it's too much length for you guys to deal with. Straight up. No, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be tough. I'm not saying this is an easy series. Um, I got the Sixers in six too. Um, I think it was just a it was just a bad. I'm you know, saying James Harden is gonna uh, he's gonna be good. I think he hasn't been good since you since he only does good against bad teams. I think and the even that, he's still passing his passing is so good. Um, he uh, even when the uh, when. Uh, they used to pick and roll. We used to pick and roll to get our threes open just because I'm um, there. We try to double on and beat the closer. They close out with two guys pretty much most of the times when beats going to the lane. So, um, George James has been so good with the lineup. But I think he's going to be he's going to be important for us. Tyrese Maxey, he's going to have to be important just shooting out there. Uh, he's been a great shooter all season, wow. shooting around 40% all season. Um, Tobias, I don't know how Harris, you could watch this. I think Tobias Harris, I'm play. not saying he's out there shooting lights out five for five from three, but he could hit a couple threes, I think, playmaking wise. I think we're gonna be fine. I think I think defensively, I don't think we're gonna have a problem. I think and B's a great uh, shot blocker. You know what I'm saying? He he people underestimate his uh, defense. I'm not saying he's gonna stop it out there guard I one think through he's five. Really I don't think guard one through five, but um you're gonna see it's fine. I, I wrote something down about that, though. I did write that something down about that. I think that to 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 combat the Joel B being the, the sole big man on the floor at all times, I think that they are going to run. My projected lineup for the Raptors is Bam Vliet, Gary Trent Jr., Ananobi, Scotty Barnes, with Pascal Siakam at the five, forcing Joel B to guard Siakam in space. And I think Siakam's had success against Joel B throughout his career. That's a fact. What? Joel Embiid is going to guard Siakam one on one. They're no. crazy. They, they put Embiid on Pascal Siakam. He's so who's going to guard him then? He's going to be. He's going. Embiid's going to be smart enough to attack before the double comes. And he's been so great at passing this year. His his post come uh, uh, passing at the double. He improved so much compared to last season. And um, you saying last season, you could say that he carried it all season. And then in the playoffs, we've seen it. And he went in there, worked, worked on it, and it hasn't been a problem in the season. I think it won't be a problem in the playoffs. Um, I don't know why you, you're you making it seem like like Joel Embiid is just some, um, I'm going to put you underneath the basket and post hook you to death. He's a finesse big. He is. He shoots he is. a lot of jump shots. He's not. No, he, but he takes more he jump shots than he does Hakeem Olajuwon. No, oh my then, god, can we just move on? Bro, yes, the bias is crazy. He's I, a so he's not a finesse, he's not a finesse big. He could shoot, he takes he, more he jumps like shooting guard center. He, could he shoot, takes more jump shots he than could, he does shots at the rim. Yeah, but he could back you down. We've seen it, he's he, a big that's guy. That's not he's his physical. place. He doesn't do that. He okay, doesn't you're do gonna that. see it. You're gonna see him catch a poster with Alpha with the post plenty of times this year. I promise you. This, if you're telling me Siakam is closing on him, yo, you're gonna see it. It's not Siakam's not guarding him by himself. B, they're sending doubles every 50. time. I think they're, my average 40 is serious. If he goes for 50, you guys are gonna lose. That's all that I just yeah, yeah. I really just see no way. I don't think the Sixers have any advantage in this series besides having the best player. 
That's fine. It is fine. You're gonna you gonna me a hundred dollars in a week. Too. Oh yeah, we got a hundred dollars by the way. Yep, and I want that in cash. I'm picking the next series in. Um, I guess we'll go Jazz and Mavericks. Question mark. I don't know if Luke. That, that's the there's a, the other series. There's two more left. I get. I might as well bang this one out first. This is gonna be quick. To me. Honestly, I don't think either of these teams could guard each other. So I think it's going to be a high-scoring series. I don't think the Mavericks could guard the Jazz. I don't think the Jazz could guard the Mavericks. Except if Luka isn't playing, I have the Jazz winning in five games. I think I don't trust Dinwiddie and Jalen Brunson to score against the drop. I just can't, with, especially with the, that guy protecting their ten. Rudy Gobert, I don't trust them to, to finish at the room around him. But if he is playing, I got the Mavs in seven. I think he just changes that much. I think he's going to get shooters open. And the step back is going to be falling. I um, think he's going to be able to attack guys like Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley, put them in the post. For yeah, that's sure. how I see it going. But the thing is, like, I agree with your saying. I had the maps like winning the series, but now that I really think about it, and I, and I thought every time this shit happens with all stars coming back, even with him carrying a sprained ankle against the Clippers, I think the first year, if I'm not mistaken, the first playoff year that he ran, yeah. I think, um, I think it's gonna it's gonna be a problem. Out, it's gonna be a problem for him to play. I think he might tweak it, and I'm not gonna was gonna try to like be a, a hoping he gets an injury, but. It's gonna to be tough. It's gonna to be tough for him to play on it. If we're talking, if they're talking about him missing game one. He just got I, that I doubt he's gonna play. Honestly, I doubt he plays. He was just on on a on a freaking uh, boot. So, um, it's looking rough. Uh, look, I think I think the Jazz got lucky on this one, and I'm not and I'm not and I think and I'm not saying the uh, look at my quarter and actually can still beat them on one leg. Just how bad they are. No, I don't they think sure. so. I, they're, I bad. They're, bad. they're bad. They're bad. They're bad. They're bad. They've been so inconsistent. Bad. They've gotten unlucky, but you can't ignore the numbers, though. They're bad. I, like, they're mean, still top. You're talking about if Luca goes out there and plays him just to shoot lights out over Gobert, when are they, they're never going to switch it because he can't guard outside. It does not matter if he goes down low on top. It does not matter. They, they might as well keep him down low. That's they're gonna run a drop. That's their that's their style of defense. Exactly. And and and, and Finney and Finney and um what's his name? Um Dorian Finney Smith. Yeah, he you saying he's he I think he's probably gonna be the X Factor for this team. It's him and Maxi Cleaver. Those two yeah. guys have to hit a shit ton of threes this series. I think a lot of corner street a lot of corner threes, which it's their game. It's, it's shots they take all season. And yeah. if they're open, they're gonna just uh, live with it. And and you're saying, uh, Stanley Finley Smith. I mean, he's he's he throws that shots. He takes them all the time. You see, yeah, he takes them like, all the time. You see them in a playoff. Come down to those two guys, and Reggie Bullock too. Yeah, I think the threes is gonna be the main game. But um, I think can a, can Spencer Dinwiddie and and Jalen Brunson still pull it out? Pull it no. out? No. Um, first game is going to be tough. It's going to be, but those are two. I think about it. Those are two guys. Dallas, right? 
first game is in Dallas. I think those are two streaky shooters. They're just not going to have enough talent to pull it off. I think the defensive – because you think about it, if that's the case, then the the best defender on the team is going to be guarding Dinwiddie or Brunson at all times. Is Dinwiddie going to close out against Royce O'Neal guarding him? Like that's gonna be tough. I think that's size gonna is gonna to be is he, he could post him up. It's just size getting into smart shots. Um, he's he's experienced. He's a guy and at the good. rim. At the rim, you got like a a lid over it with, with Rudy Gobert dropped back down there. And I think that's gonna be the. It's gonna come down to who's gonna how many jump shots can the Mavericks make? Yeah, because I don't. Do you trust Dinwiddie and Brunson to collapse the defense enough to force rotations to force? Miscommunications by the Jazz, like I don't know, because like for all for all their their shortcomings this season, for how bad they've been the last couple of weeks, they're not they're not just some pushover. They do have Donovan Mitchell out there. They do have a point guard in Mike Conley. He's a playoff guy. He's a three. He's, he's a, a three level scorer. He's a freaking when it's time, when it's playoff mode. Oh my god, he's a different breed. He's not. He's a different guy. It's he is. It's, it's gonna come down to. Can Quinn Snyder make adjustments? It's been this way for the last two seasons. He hasn't. It's looking like it's on his on his way out this offseason, by the way, as well. That's what it's looking like. Yeah, for sure. That's that that's the only it's way he could save it. And I, I listened to Zach Lowe's podcast today and he said Mitchell's gonna there's call. a lot of us against the world going on in the locker room over there in Utah. They're they're trying to pull this together one last run. They know shit is going south. And they're looking at it as everybody's down them and let's go in there and shock the world. I don't think they can, but I don't know. I don't know. You're never gonna win a championship, and I'm calling it right now. You're never gonna win a championship with Woody Gobert on your championship team. It's crazy how much of a hater you are for Woody Gobert. I'm not. And you guys are the same nationality. It's so crazy. That's fine. That's fine. He could be overrated because you know why? He's still gonna be a first ballot Hall of Famer. That's a fact. That's fine. That's cute. But there was yeah, there wasn't much to talk about this Locking. series. We don't even know if Luca's yeah, because Luca's the main factor. So Luca plays. How does it go? Luca plays at, at Dallas wins. In how many games? They pull it in. I'm telling you, five games. Four. No, no, six games. I'm saying six games. About because, to say, um, you say they're gonna sweep the Jazz? No, 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 no. I say I say six games because um the injury is gonna it's gonna it's gonna be tough for him for this first game, and I hope. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't get it re-injured or anything like that because it's not even that. It's just because he got it on the last game of the season. It's not like it was a week before. It was the last. And it takes at least two weeks season. to really recover from something like that. Exactly. Minimal. At least. So Luka not... doesn't play. How does the series go? I think um, Jazz, Jazz is six. I think I, think, I really think Jazz might sweep them. They no, might they sweep them. They don't sweep. They them. might, in my and, opinion, they might sweep them. And I wouldn't be surprised if um Dallas go out there and expose these guys and expose Woody Gobert and show you why he is so overrated. So guys, uh, save this bookmark minute fifty one. Not even before that. Like this guy's so overrated, and we're gonna see it again. We're gonna break it up. We're gonna break it up, and we're gonna finally realize that this guy was a problem. Donovan Mitchell's gonna go free. Nico, <laughs> do you not understand? Look, we're gonna move on. Give me one minute. Do you not understand that without Rudy Gobert, they have the worst defense in the NBA? 
like the worst. You seen when Rudy Gobert missed four or five straight games, gave up a hundred and thirty points to the Pistons. This is this season, and you had a different reaction when that shit happened. You were looking like, damn, like that's they need him. What's the but difference between gonna, him being on the court and off the court, though? The check the numbers, bro. He has like the he has the highest in plus the playoff, on off numbers. What's the difference between we're talking about okay. season game? What's the difference between him being on and off in the playoff? Right or wrong? We'll see. We're gonna see when the playoffs come around. He's we're another. See. He's a liability. He's a liability. We're talking about on, Depot. On, on. At least Ben Simmons could go out there. He's a liability on both sides of the court, like. At least he's not like he's not a liability on offense. At least Ben Simmons made it up on defense. He played a he played even the Rudy Gobert is not a a liability on offense. Like, come on, that guy is a liability. So he's not a liability last season. Can't do nothing, keep him off the board. He's a liability. Come on, when you're when you're keep it 100, your star player doesn't pass you the ball. Like that's a that's a problem. You know, when we talk about Rudy Gobert, it goes on and on. We just you just you just overrate him. Like it's ridiculous. I don't you overrate him. Know. I just properly rate him. You I can lose him like everybody else. But it's fine. Rudy I have him as the fifth best center in the NBA. He's the fifth best center in the NBA. I properly rate him. I just know when he leaves that team next year and he goes to a different team, everybody's gonna see what I've been talking about. But going on to the last series, Nuggets, Warriors. It's, it comes down to this: the Nuggets don't have enough guys to create shots on the offensive side of the ball. It's gonna just be—I just think it's just gonna be too tough for them to score. I love Jokic; he's—I think he's the best player in the NBA. But they're gonna make him work defensively. They're gonna put him in every single action. Especially when the Warriors run Draymond at the five, it's going to be him guarding Draymond, and Draymond sets up everything for that offense. It's just going to be too much. Who are you going to hide him on? You can't put him on Wiggins because he's just going to torture him. You can't hide him on Draymond because Draymond creates everything for that offense. He's constantly going to be moving. Like I don't know. I just I just don't think they have enough creators on the offensive side of the ball. And when it comes yeah. to the Warriors, I just think you have to just crash the glass. Don't allow second chance points. Limit the turnovers and and just play your style. I have the I have the the, the Warriors sweeping the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, I agree. I have I have the Warriors sweeping them. Uh, reason why, um, Steph Curry coming back. He looks so good in, in practice, just shooting his shots off dribble shots. Looked at his pace, moving. You know, saying fast, but it looked like Steph Curry comfortable. You see, off an of injury. Um, obviously, he's another guy who just got it too. He just got a recent injury. Um, you know, what I'm saying it's going to be tough, but I think something that we got to take into consideration: Draymond, Clay, and Steph haven't lost a series ever. And 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 uh, other other in the, um in the finals would be I think that was the last one, but I don't know. Like um, other than the finals, uh, they've been I think it was an 18, 18 series they won. So um, I think it's gonna it's gonna be tough. I think Draymond it's gonna be tough. They don't have enough power. A lot of people are under underestimating this team. Um, Clay's just he's been on a t- on a tear. Jordan Poole's coming off a good ass stretch. Like 
25 games, averaging 25-plus. Like, um, he's definitely going to be the S-factor. Andrew Wiggins, we know what we're going to get for Andrew Wiggins, offense and defensively. They're a team that's going to be underrated. Um, they're going to switch up. They're going to switch up. They're going to uh, turn on the switch, and um, it's playoff mode. They're another team that wake up in the playoff. Uh, Steph looks good. I think this minute restriction, uh, I think it's, it's going to be cap. I think they're going to be like, oh, he looks good on the court. They're going to let him play. You know what I'm saying? Just like they did, um, I forgot what other game um, they did that for. I was watching it. I, I don't know. It, doesn't, it was it was an all-star, but it doesn't come to my mind. But I feel like that's a – it's going to be easy. It's going to be easy for all. They're going to get a couple I, I of uh, days. I think it's going to be easy for They're going to oh. get a couple of days to, uh, you know, um, get him uh, – get Steph Curry comfortable and get him some days off and go into the next series. For a fact, and especially they play a drop, and the Warriors are they are the drop killers in the NBA. You cannot run that defense against them, and I just don't like. And if they have Demarcus Cousins coming off the bench, ooh wee, it is curtains. They're yeah. going to go on a run. They're going to light them up. But that's there ain't really. There's nothing else to talk about. We're gonna find out who plays in the, who's gonna be the one eight series on both sides. By Saturday, quick prediction: Who do you have tonight? Hawks, Cavs, in Cleveland. Hawks, Cavs. I got Hawks. I got Hawks. They, they, they. You know what I'm saying they, they're another team that you know what I'm saying they're gonna take that conference from last year. They're gonna be like, right, you know, in the playoffs we went to the conference finals when we locked in. You know what I'm saying? Or played our roles, you know. Saying, you know, what I'm saying they did their thing. They went out there, shut down the Hornets, shit down, shut it. Down. They shut that shit they, down. They, that's a topic. That's a they topic were, for postseason for after the season ends. But they got to do something over there. They, they, they back to back years they get blown out. Um, the Hawks just took the conference out. They were getting blown out the whole game. I think to the second, like mid through the second quarter. They were already up by twenty. Other than that, after that, it was close until like mid second quarter. After that, boom, it went up to twenty fifteen. They couldn't come back. Um, yeah, Trey Young, half, even though he had like, a bad game, the guys around him are just great scorers. That's what it really is. When it comes down to the half court, they have a great fan base too. Honestly, they're great at home. So yeah, it also helps when you're playing the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah, it does also help too. Like it, it is. A I want to throw out something though. James Booknight is the as is has played the lowest amount of minutes for a for a lottery pick on a team that didn't make the playoffs. That's a wow. problem. Yeah, and he and played I well you. in the G League. He played good in the G League. First of all, he didn't want to. He didn't want to be there. He did. He did not want to go to. He did not want to get drafted by the Hornets. You are not lying about that one. Yo, I, like to I told you. He even said it. He said something when he got drafted. I forgot he's what like, he said. He's like fuck. He said Some shit fuck. like that. He said like fuck or like like oh my god or like oh god damn it. Some shit like that. Like he said something and um you seen it, they're just so guard deep. Like all these guard Lamelo, Terry Brazier, Isaiah Thomas ended up coming and getting some minutes in the playoffs. Um you know saying all these guard deep guys, Caleb Martin, I mean Cody Martin Martin's brother. Like they're just so guard. Yeah. He had a so good year, so he was a great. He had, a, I think, he had a great year, honestly. Yeah, he, yeah, the they should have win. 
they, yeah, they there were so many more options they could have went with. Like I think, like I, they had the eleventh pick with James Booknight. I think they should have went with with maybe a Jalen Johnson and get some size in there, get an exactly. athlete. I would have I would have really liked Booknight to go to the Warriors. Like that would have been, I think that would have been that was your pick. Hell yeah. yeah, I wanted that's the that's the team I wanted him to go to. Like the so Warriors great are like, developing. They have yeah. great uh, culture development. Or the Wizards would have been a good landing spot for him. But then out west, we have Pelicans, Clippers. I got the Pelicans. The Clippers would be out Paul George. That's an easy one to predict. Yeah, I agree too. Um, if PG wasn't playing, it would be a whole different story. Obviously, I wouldn't. I would have still picked the. the nah, home. I I I would have still picked the Pelicans. I would have had the Clippers winning it. Um. Just because uh, they play good against Timberwolves, Timberwolves and I'm closing it out. But um, I think uh, they would have played at home too. So he's, you know, what I'm saying I think I think they would be able to lock it up. But now it's a whole different thing with PG being out uh, because they can at least shut down. Um, they have players that could defend these guys. Honestly, they yeah, could throw Herbert Jones like put on he put on a a clinic in that first game. He's yeah, but but you're going against a, a Clippers as experienced guys that you could throw body at, and they have a great defensive team. They they've been a great, great defensive team in general. That's they are they've been winning. Team. That's the reason why they're in this situation without no quiet or PG all season. And because the the West is kind of weak down there, but nah, it's, it's they had a great season. One, they, they won games that they had to and made it. Nah, they, they had a. I thought they had an impressive season. Tyloo should get coach of the year love at least for a third place. I think they had a great year. I just, I just think that the the Pelicans have more talent than them, and I just think their talent is more spread out across different positions. At guard, I really like what they have with CJ with this the guard wing combo with CJ and Brandon Ingram, who could just light you up on any given possession. Then you have the a true big man down low who's just gonna be too much for Zubac to handle, especially when it comes to the defensive and offensive class. Like, I just think Valanciunas is gonna be able to kick. And he's one that can attack a mismatch. You're not going to be able to go small against them. Like, I just don't think – you're not going to be able to do that like how you did it against the – um. No, yeah. The Timberwolves, sure. the Timberwolves, yeah. Like, he's – Cat is a, a way better player than him. But Cat isn't the bully that Valanciunas is, especially in the post. Like, he's going to put your shoulder on you. He's going to put you underneath the basket and right hook you to death. <laughs> for real, though, that'll do it. We'll be back Monday with first couple games recapped. Opening weekend yeah. for the playoffs tomorrow. That's Friday. Yeah, tomorrow. No, yeah, no, Friday. Well, today's Saturday. Yeah, tomorrow's playoffs. Today's the last playing games. Yeah, hell yeah. Tune in, yeah. guys. This shit's about to be cake.